everyone. This is Jeff with the Cyber Pro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's jump in. Question number one, Grant, in a few sentences, please tell us who you are and what you do. So my name is Grant Gibson. I am the executive vice president of CyberReady, and we really focus on uh, solving security challenges that are that are upon us for the next decade. That includes uh, the shortage of workers in the sector, and that also includes uh, what we think the biggest weaknesses are the small to medium sized business market. Excellent. Next ten, next ten years. I don't know if we can predict in the next ten minutes in this space, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Question number two, what's the best thing about uh, leading your own company, uh, a small company like yours during these very uncertain times in cybersecurity? Well, it's certainly exciting and it keeps you busy. The days go pretty quick. Uh, those, are, those are actually great things. Um, but it, it's, really, it's really being able to work with those customers that don't understand cybersecurity, that don't have a base of knowledge for it and are prepared and being able to help them understand that it's an achievable thing, right? Because a lot of these, uh, a lot of our core market don't understand cybersecurity enough to know that they can achieve it, right? It's just so expensive to them and it's so out there and, and it's so unattainable. So just helping them understand that it is something that they can manage at their level uh, is, is super exciting. Yeah, very well put. Manage and also understand something that uh, big words like cybersecurity kind of scare folks that don't really aren't in it all day, every day. And uh, yeah, so that leads me into question number three, perfect segue, uh, which is we have hearing, we hear constantly from other industry leaders that cybersecurity uh, is not at the only at the forefront of, of their thinking, but is only getting bigger. Uh, what does that mean to you? Right, so if you think about what we did last year when, when we moved everybody from at work to at home, how many opportunities did we create for hackers? When you think about the exploding industries in autonomy for cars and factories and other places, think about the opportunities that we're creating. Think about all the IOT products. What we are in the business of right now, as we expand our economy and we grow technologies is creating opportunity for hackers. We're not putting a 10th of that energy into creating solutions to stop those hackers in their tracks. Uh, so that's what cybersecurity industry to me is. It's, it's trying to convince people. It's trying to produce solutions for people that can try to keep up with the pace of opportunity that the same industries are creating. Yeah, yeah, understood. And uh, question number four, uh, which kind of goes along the, the whole path of what we're talking about, about making it understandable and graspable, graspable for most of us, uh, what insights about cybersecurity quick wins would you like to share with our community? Right. So in, in my recent experience of over the past year, really, I've understood that uh, passwords, you know, we know passwords, we talk about passwords, but passwords are, are a huge uh, vulnerability for most companies. If you look at the news uh, recently, there was, a, there was an attempt to hack a water facility in Florida, right? They were using TeamViewer with a shared account, meaning they were sharing passwords. When they had turnover, did they change that password? We don't know these answers, but we know that's where these problems come from, right? Is, is just as fundamentals of cybersecurity. Are we changing our passwords? Do we have two-factor authentication? Are we sharing passwords? 
Are we doing basic things like port security, making sure we're closing ports we're not using in a firewall? You know, these fundamentals of cybersecurity are where a lot of the weakness comes from in the industry and a lot of the hacks come from. So even though we can spend thousands of dollars on amazing products, we just leave a gaping hole open for these attackers to get in because they're the simple things that we're just not as focused on. And I think that's huge. That's huge in the industry. Uh, some other things you can do is, is training, right? A lot of what we saw last year was phishing at the corporate level, at the accounting and finance level, where we were sending messages from the CEO to the finance department saying, hey, we've got an emergency. I need you to transfer $500,000 right away. And of course, when you're, a, when, you're a, when you're an employee in the accounting department, you're thinking, man, the CEO is really concerned. I've got to get right on top of this. And you might not go through the normal steps you would uh, because it's an emergency, right? So you get on and you do it. That's how a lot of people got in. Corporate CEOs, uh, CEOs need to be aware of that, but they need to train their staff on things like that too, because it's just those little things that you don't, that, that, that we think we've solved, right? We think, oh, my company's not going to fall for a phishing scheme. We've known about the guy from Nigeria for years, but the reality is that still works and it's clever and it's creative. And these are the these are a bulk, a large percentage of what we're seeing today in hacking is 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 they're they're getting through on the simple stuff, and so all our complex solutions are failing. Very well put. <clears throat> um, so I'd like to end on a on a on a light note. So my question number five and my final question is: What is your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Oh man, there's so many. I grew up in the age of Nintendo and beyond and all those things. And there was so much, so much technology happened in my youth that there's a lot. Um, I'll tell you what though, where I spent the most time uh, besides maybe Nintendo, I wanted, I want to say the 8086 processor, which was my first computer, uh, which I, I got, it wasn't a new computer at the time, 386 was new at the time, but I could afford an 8086. But I think it's actually DOS, uh, old school DOS 2.0, 2.x, 3.x, I didn't have access to the internet and I didn't have access to uh, to a lot of media. Uh, so the only thing I could do in DOS was learn the DOS command line. And so I would spend hours each night learning the computer through the DOS command line just because that's all I had to do. I was fascinated by the technology. And so you put me in front of a DOS command line and I might not have anything to do. I'll figure something out to do just because I love it that much. And, and, and it was such a crucial part of my growing up. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you, Grant. We really appreciate your time. If uh, someone wanted to reach out to you or get in contact you, with you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Gibson Grant M. Uh, I tweet a lot about hacks and cybersecurity and things like that. I'm also on LinkedIn. That's a great way to get a hold of me. And you can also go to our website, uh, cibrready.com, and drop us a message there. Wonderful. Thank you. And for all of our viewers, thank you uh, to check out more episodes and insights on the cybersecurity podcast. We pod, we uh, post about three or four new episodes every week. So we look forward to seeing you again soon. Again, my name is Jeff. Thank you, Grant. Be well. <laughs>